Hello, all guys, gals, and non-binary pals. Welcome to the newest episode of the Noobs and Knockouts podcast brought to you on YouTube, on Spotify, on Google, and Apple Podcasts. I'm Austin. I'm a knockout. Watch a lot of wrestling. I'm David. I'm a noob. Haven't watched nearly as much wrestling, and I'm a connoisseur of overly dramatic, overly cinematic, uh, spooky bullshit. Uh, and I am, frankly, Austin, disappointed at the stark lack of of such things we have had on our podcast in recent days uh i demand i i i i declare that we must have it back or i'm going on fucking strong i'm i'm this close i'm this close austin to to, to force me to do this podcast alone so you better fucking deliver today give it to me <sighs> i mean this is partly your fault it's only been like five episodes since <laughs> we've done we've done lucha underground and so no, you know, if you want to no, look at the time if you want to look at the time issue of like how, no don't tell why them it's that it's been so many weeks i i can go and point fingers as to where that came from no 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 don't 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 tell them that it's a secret Mm, sure uh but yeah we are back in the temple for lucha underground season two yes the the second season i'm told of of many seasons of four uh, um, even of of four well that's that is some many i don't know if if i'd say very many you know i was mm-hmm. kind of hoping for like you know maybe like seven or or nine or we could have got if only you know if only we could have had six seasons in a movie but alas we are going oh, to go imagine getting a lucha underground movie that would that would change the motherfucking game right there would have been would have been phenomenal i think oh but my god that would that would be unironically i'd be really interested to see like if fucking el ray was like hey make us a movie what would happen what would have happened i want i'm i want i want to jump over to that timeline where Luigi yeah right got a movie and six it's like, seasons of movie and then it cuts off yeah yes oof truly we yeah. live in the worst timeline sure uh mm. so we're we last time we watched season two episode six tonight we we're watching episode seven shockingly episode enough siete no way yeah so last time we were here uh let's let's just go from the top uh mil muertes summoned katrina because apparently he can do that when he's really mad there's Uh, a lot of we we just he just keeps getting new powers man so somebody mm -hmm. better uh speak to this motherfucker about about power creep you know and he was mad that katrina in his eyes is like stopping him from beating people up now, Katrina, you know, is trying to be like, well, I'm protecting you in your dumb, broken arm. But, <laughs> you know, Mill's like, I, it's fine. I don't have a problem. Why? I, I don't have I a problem. You fine. have a problem. You, I can, I can stop quit any time I want. Yeah. Why did you stop me from beating up? I could have ended this whole issue. Like, why Why have you not let me fuck King Cuerno? And... And so he demand so he demanded to get Pentagon and Puma. And then she was like, no, but then we'll come <laughs> back to it. No hard um, But she definitely was not into the idea of him fighting two people at once. Functional relationship, functional relationship. Not at all. Nope. Then uh we got sexy star 
and Cobra Moon. Cobra Moon, of uh, course, yes. her it's, gimmick it's... is that she is in her uh, Taylor Swift reputation era. <laughs> her, her gimmick is that she is not Thunder Rosa yet. Hey. Cobra Moon shows up on Lucha Underground every week, turns to the camera and goes, who's Thunder Rosa? I don't know. I'm I am not Thunder Rosa. And then she I am not. The, the I'm a snake. Ring. I'm a snake. And then she just wanders. Yeah. Uh, the match was clunky, as uh, yeah, Cobra Moon matches seem to be these days. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, just, but, just, a little, just a little bit slow. Yeah. And then, um, but Marty the Moth appeared, and uh, Sexy Star in there. the face of one of her new triggers uh, was distracted and lost. <laughs> to Man, uh, I... It's 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 shocking the amount of times uh, wrestling leans into the trope of po- otherwise powerful wrestler loses because of PTSD. You think you think we'd have some important conversations with how often that happens, but but no. Wrestling, no, is, wrestling, you. wrestling is a business that is historically played very deep into toxic masculinity. So you know, conversations about mental health are not are not to be are not be often found. And that's why Hangman Adam Page is the best character, period. Correct. Uh, Famous B had another commercial. He is still se- yes. telling us how if we call 423 Get Fame, we will, in fact, become famous. Lies. Lies. He is lying. We call yeah, that but- number and all we get is a motherfucking dial tone. Yeah. Liar. Well, it worked in 2016. I need, uh, I need proof. I need proof. I don't believe it. Uh, and then we learned that apparently he is running local ads in Boyle Heights and Dragon Azteca is watching him on his small Absolutely. That... I'm still not over that fucking transition. So oh, yeah. Because it wasn't even for anything story related. It was purely incidental because the motherfucker in charge of cinematography every once in a while likes to think that he's cool and smart. And you know what? Some, sometimes this he time he absolutely was. This this but, time that was actually good. God damn it! Bell Dragon Azteca and uh, Rafe and Ray Mysterio are still training in into one day confront Dario Aquato. Yes. Uh. We learn that King Cuerno uh, apparently uh, gets sat loves the thrill of the hunt, as you might mm-hmm. believe. And he, when he says when he's going to beat Phoenix, he won't be just be a hunter; he'll be a god. And boy, I'm sure that will go great for him later. Do you mean to say he will become a wrestling god? He does have the cowboy hat. Oh no! Oh no! Oh wait! Is this JBL moonlighting? Is this JBL having a fucking Jekyll and Hyde alternate persona as a luchador who's effectively frankly, the same except he's a luchador? I frankly refuse to accept that, and so we're going to say no. JBL um, just blacks out and then wakes up in Boyle Heights with like a fucking luchador mask played next to him. Oh, how did I get here? Crazy. Uh, so... We get Pentagon Jr. versus Prince Puma to ostensibly figure out who's going to face Mil Muertes. Mm -hmm. But then Mil Muertes, uh, shocker, his arm is fine now. He rips the sling off and he kicks the shit out of both guys. As as he screams at Katrina, I can quit anytime I want. 
That's and awesome. then backstage, yeah, no, that, Katrina that a... tries to be like, "All you needed was motivation. This was all part of the plan. It's fine. All you needed was my pussy." And then Muertes is like, "Next week, I'm getting both of them." <gasps> <laughs> and then we are three weeks away. Then now two weeks away from Aztec Warfare Two, the Azteciest, <laughs> the Aztecening. Yeah, the Aztecening, correct. To, 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 to Aztec to warfare. To Aztec to warfare. Oh my god. We just need to keep calling it different things every time. And then in our main wait, event. Wait, 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 wait. I already I already have a I already know we gotta call the season three Aztec Warfare. Three Aztec five me. Let's fucking go. We'll remember that in like two years. Well, we, um, no, we won't, but you know, maybe. No, we won't. Okay, so then in our main event that took up like half of the episode was the ladder match for King Cuerno and Ray versus Phoenix for the Gift of the Gods Championship. Watch out. I, I, I've had like a uh, uh, fucking uh, um, dog eat dog by Weird Al like stuck in my head on and off for the past couple months. So all of a sudden I'm thinking about going sure. up ladders. Let's go. I'm climbing the good ladder anyway. Well, Cuerno could have won the match, but his bloodlust was too strong and he got distracted. Yes. Yes. Uh, so Phoenix managed to take the gift of the gods championship away from King Cuerno. After Cuerno beat him for it to start the season. Absolutely. So so we've we've now come full circle. Phoenix has truly proven himself as the the true gift of the gods boy a second time. This poor, poor bird man cannot catch a motherfucking break. Mm-hmm. Um I'm I but I'm sure now that he has this belt, everything's gonna go fine for him, and he can totally kick Mel Muertes's ass that does seem to be the collision course we are on phoenix muertes three no death this time no death well what one hopes anyway maybe they'll just both die you know subverting that that would be a new one the first match muertes died the second match phoenix died so you know yeah let's let's this time let's double kill it it's it's the goddamn like knockdown count out. The ref counts to ten. They're still both down, and they call the draw. And then Phoenix and Miller still just laying there, and Rick Knox like kicks him a little, and kind of goes, "Oh shit!" Oh man, no. Yeah, okay. not again. But yeah, that was this is, last week. Last week was a bit of a fillery episode, especially because they devoted so much time to the ladder match. True, but like it's still like they. The even I, I do appreciate that in Lucha Underground, even if it, in its filler, is is um still turning the gears to to important things. Like no time feels wasted. Uh, it feels as though there are tangible things that are being built up on, followed through on, etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if it wasn't like no momentous giant moments, um, it was still the 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 story beats do be ticking. So tonight, episode seven, death comes in threes. A common phrase, of course, that everybody says. That's that. That's 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 what I meant to say. Yes. 
Right. Uh, so the only <laughs> thing we have, the only thing we have advertised in the Wikipedia dis- episode description, is the same thing we already knew: that Mil Muertes will be defending the Lucha Underground Championship for the first time since he fought Eva Lise at the beginning of the season in a Damn. triple threat match against Prince match. Puma and Pentagon Jr. Fuck yeah. I, uh, 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 um, I do, I, 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 one of these days, I just got a deeply gremlin idea that one of these days I need to like go in now, now that I know you're using the Wikipedia description, I got to go in and just like edit it one of these days just to fuck with you. And, 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 and spoil yourself. I doubt it. Well, you know, if, 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 if like the Wikipedia description is only just like that little blurb, I can just do, 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 you know? but all the matched, all the matched results are also there with the blurb. Oh, really? Ah, shit. I just, I just don't say them, but I see. Ah, them. God damn it. Ah, uh, fuck. Hmm. Maybe it's worth it. I'll get back to you on that. So then. Uh, if you would like to watch along with us, uh, you, I mean, you can check out, uh, uh, the, uh you know, Apple Amazon. store, I believe Amazon prime also sells the seasons. Yeah. Uh, there's no straight to stream them properly anymore. That after they Ugh. lost whatever rights they had from to, to be lost, whatever Austin. streaming rights they had. Um, but you know, if you know where to look on the internet, you can find the episodes. Ah, if you know, uh, ha, ha. Wink, if you wink, wink. if you know, Where? you Look. know. You wink, like wink. like an underground fighting, finding an <laughs> underground fighting temple. You know, if you know where to look, you'll find it. Truly, we are giving our viewers the most authentic Lucha Underground experience. Thank you very much. I mean, I guarantee you, I mean, I guarantee you that more of the the majority of people that watch Lucha Underground when it airs was not doing so on the fucking El Rey network. I can go ahead and tell you that. (laughs) Yeah, I, I, the the El Rey network seems, uh, seems like a bit of an eldritch beast here. I don't know who the fuck even, like, got their hands on that i channel. don't know actually i th- i think i i know that i had it on like my parents oh, really? people had it because that's oh. how i watched like the end of season one oh, uh, but then you know when i was in college watching lucha underground i most uh, certainly was not uh, watching on the el rey network the college tell you that. yeah but uh you know L the Lucha Underground did not get super high viewership because it was on the L Ray Network. Know, the so, L you know. Ray Network. Right. I don't even think it's a thing anymore. Pretty sure it's Oh network. really? I'm pretty sure Red that Red network Rony. is now gone. No, that's unfortunate. Yeah. So again, we've presented you some options if you'd like to watch this episode with us. When we return, we will be watch we will talk more about Lucha Underground season two, episode seven. Outstanding. And we are back. We have finished Lucha Underground Season 2, Episode 7, Death Comes in Threes. You know, Austin, I, I, I confess myself at times an, an, an insecure man. Uh, I, I, look, I look to our, to our podcast, and I'll, and I'll compare it to, to some other podcasts, and I'll be like, I'll be like are we truly of, of the echelon? uh have uh, ha- are we reaching our artistic potential can we can can we truly uh, d- is what we create going to be able to to have a life outside of us outlast us leave leave a sort of legacy 
do the things that we latch on to, to focus on, to uh, to analyze and to make ungodly over the top bits about do we do we truly uh, are we are we picking the right things? Are we are we in are, are we at all in the right uh, uh, headspace here? creating the art that we need to for the success of this podcast. And then I watched this episode and there is, oh, there is a bit that you and I have quite latched onto over, <laughs> over the years that, uh, uh, that now has borne mm, such juicy fruit. Uh, and I am so excited to, 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 to come to this. I, I feel Walking out of Lucha Underground uh, season two, episode seven, I, I, I feel a slightly changed man, maybe perhaps a bit of an evolved man, overall an enlightened man. And I look forward to sharing that enlightenment with our audience. Yeah, I mean, I just had fun with this episode. It was the right kind of yeah. goofiness that I like in wrestling. Yeah, so... it wasn't like we didn't have like super top tier matches outside mm -hmm. of like the, the main event. Main tier, event was like, awesome. Main but, event yeah. was was batshit awesome um mm -hmm. but like but in terms of what we had going for us here this was this was another sort of good we're we're kind of winding up the story beats and we letting are, them, go, and letting we are them getting go. to aztec warfare we're too, locking all everything coming together yeah aztec warfare right it's kind of like one of those benchmarks in the in the in the in the show where everything has kind of been like geared up locked into place and then Aztec warfare goes and it just sets off this chain reaction of all this shit kind of cascading at once. And I'm very excited to see what this year's has to offer, but that we, we're still a week or two out from that. Um, we have business to attend to um, first, first and foremost, of course, she is sexy. She is a star. She is sexy star. And Oh boy, does she have some PTSD? Yeah, so we cold, we get a cold open of Sexy Star sitting in the locker room. Uh, you can tell which one is hers because it's a big pink locker door. It's You can tell it's the girl locker because it's pink. Yeah, so the Mac comes in to talk to her. Well, I, I want to point out we have we have flashback sequences, you know, to fill in the viewers. Sure, to, make, got... to remind people about the kidnapping plot. Yes, which it's still, like, I... I want still want to know why Marty and Marty's sister just let Sexy Star go. Like you'd think that'd be a liability for them as like master criminal kidnappers on a number of levels, but but no, they I just kind of let her I go. I want to believe that the LAPD was getting. They got. They were afraid the LAPD was getting close to learning they kidnapped a woman. Except so they just the let that woman go. Well, they figured she was traumatized enough. It'll be fine. They <laughs> what, they heard season two was starting of Lucha Underground. They're like, Wait, well, that's we got it. We can't have sexy star not be on it. I guess it's time to let her go. Yeah, I know. They got they got a call from from Katrina of like, listen, I know you got a whole maniacal thing going on here, but I have I have a I have a high quality show to put on. And if and I don't, she's like, by the star, way, have you heard from sexy star? I've been asking around and, and nobody seems to have heard from her since the end of season one. So yeah. you got any idea about her? And they're like, like yeah, sure. The, the way, the way Marty phrases it makes it sound kind of like sexy star is meant to be like a herald of Marty's sister. But like, but again, 
why didn't you just like bring her back in cat none of this makes sense but sure she's back she's free and marty is somehow not all of the arrested for this um and willie well, Mack. I mean, if we've learned anything about the LAPD in this series is that all other crimes are unimportant because it's they got just, a bigger fish in Dario to go yeah, after. Yeah, literally the entirety of the LAPD is just on Dario's ass and he's still a free man. And even man, then he still is able to him. get away with murder. With for... murder, running an underground fight club, uh, and then fucking off uh, being on the lam and uh, escaping justice. Oh, and also kind of indirectly starting a gang war all things that the lapd has somehow not been able to use to track back to him and arrest his ass but you know they're they're doing their best the cops are very competent on this show yes so as you'd, Mac, expe- as you'd expect from a show set in an illegal underground fight club yes i man i want to see one day just the fucking the the temple get raided by like the fbi the series like should the end the same way that uh that uh that uh that 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 the the Monty Python and the Holy Grail ends. Yes, <laughs> they yeah, all exactly. just get arrested. They all just get fucking arrested. Well, well, well. Then, then what you do, pro strats, you call in a Wardlow to squash all the FBI agents in a one-on-thirty match. And then um, we learn this is all actually a prequel to AEW. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, Tony Khan has been anyway. bankrolling Lucha Underground the entire Dario time. Cueto pulls off a fucking head mask, like one of those full, like, flesh head masks, and is like, aha, actually, I hate women. Ooh. All right. Uh, anyway, yeah, so Willie Mac clearly does not understand PTSD as he goes up to Sexy Star. He's like, hey, I'm fighting that creep Marty tonight. Do you want to be in my corner in close physical proximity to the man who fucking kidnapped you? And Sexy and Star like, understandably no. says no. And, and then Willie the Mac, Mac- and, but then the Mac sits down and he's like, "Hey, this isn't like you. You know, the Sexy Star I know is strong and an ass kicker. So what do you say? Want to help me squash that bug? And then don't be a weak ass bitch with yeah, your PTSD, how you? sexy. How what what will all the little girls think, sexy?" If you're How can not, you be if you're sexy not out there. or a star if you have PTSD? So you, you need to get your ass on out there. If you're not pulling yourself up by your goddamn bootstraps and 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 just just being in the same space as your captor who is not arrested to hell and back for what he did to you. Uh, and Sexy Star says, "You're right, Willie. I am a piece of shit." Fist bumps, fist bumps him, and is like, "All right, that worked." Yeah. That- and it was fine. Uh, and then we cut to the ring, and oh, poor Melissa, doing giving her all to this announcement as Marty is just directly behind her, flapping his moth wings closer and closer to her shoulders, so we can you know, start rubbing them a yeah. little bit. And Vampira Melissa gives decides Vampira decides to also be a creep. With these, like, yeah, yeah, he might yeah. be the luckiest man alive because he gets to stand right up next to Melissa Santos. Nothing wrong with that, of course. Vampires, well, at least the crowd is over here doing, yeah. The no crowd means, starts chanting, no, no means no, no means no, no, means no which is not a uh, not a chant I would expect to hear from a wrestling audience, and it's slightly depressing that the bar is so low, but you know what? I'll take it. They that did was it, wholesome. Good job, Boyle Height. Uh, 
so yes. Melissa uh, announces the Mac and then just yes. books it straight from the ring. And she's like, nah, 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 nah. yeah, go- gone. And Mar- and Marty tries to fucking pursue her too. He's like, wait, no, come back. Uh, nope. Um, uh, yeah, so the match starts off. Um, Mac is in control for a lot of it. Um, uh, Vampiro remarks about how the Mac is starting to grow on him as if he were not already like into and rooting for the Mac last season vampiro okay. doesn't remember anything from the last season he this was too true. medicated in the in the in the psych ward yeah that's true he's just forgotten everything yeah he uh the those those pills that he's definitely taking are having a great effect on his yeah striker brings up mac and sexy star and is like we saw the seeds of a budding friendship perhaps a garden of i could i i could not i forgot i like in trying to write it down there were some like random like said. lines here that were unintelligible in this but yeah episode. he's like i think i i don't remember what word it is because i was like i gotta i don't want to go back and f- get this line correct i don't care yeah i don't he's care like, enough we saw the seat perhaps a garden will grow and it's like striker thank you thank you striker yeah. please leave the shipping to ao3 um thank you uh, uh yeah <laughs> I, I, I that, that one is for you, buddy. Yeah, um, Mac, Striker I mean, Mac also Stern. thinks he's fucking hilarious. Um, as Marty has a moment where I think Mac goes to the outside and Marty like climbs the climbs to the uh the the, the ring post and is gonna leap and and Striker goes and now the moth will fly and then and then Marty does the dive and Striker just goes I just couldn't resist. Thank, thank yeah, you, you fucking little bastard. Yes. All right, uh, yeah. So, so I know it's sexy star is trying to be supportive, but is creeped she's out trying, by Marty. And every time Marty comes within like ten feet of her, she's like, nope, 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 back, no, no, backing no. up. Commentary having no idea why the fuck about sexy any of star this. Might be. This yeah, is the what, worst. Why part. has she not told anybody in this no. temple aside from Willie Mac what happened only, to her? Willie Mac is the only one who knows. Why? Well, you could just. Get Marty, I don't know, if not arrested, you can get him murdered by all the baby faces who are like, I'm sorry, he did what? Like, th- th- there's You can no- at least get Phoenix on his ass. Phoenix oh, seems like he cares enough about women for that to work. Tri- Phoenix, Ray Phoenix respect him. I'm sure Puma, I'm sure Puma, Puma probably like would. Nice thing going on. I don't know who else in the temple might be into it. Oh, but, you know. oh, son of havoc. Son of Havoc would a hundred percent. Havoc would be down. Um, Havoc would be so down, and he and uh, Evilise would be doubly down. And they drag they drag the third member of their polycule along, and and uh, on Helico would be like, like or, yeah, okay, would be whatever. Like, he'd be like, I mean, and Helico's like, I don't know, he's just being like flirty or whatever. Uh, I don't see any problem with it, but you know, he'd do it because Evilise and Havoc told him to. Um, yeah, yeah. So like, there are solutions here. Is what I'm trying to say. What? Why does nobody know that Sexy Star got kidnapped by this insane motherfucker? Okay, um, Striker once again thinks he's hilarious as he as he remarks at uh, one point about the moth the moth coming out of his larva as Marty gains control of the match. Thank you, Striker. Um, uh, Vampiro's out here fucking body shaming Willie Mac a. Oh Vampiro yeah, when he's like, I don't think this guy shaming. goes to the gym very much. Vampiro, as if he himself has not become, uh, you know, respectably so, but a bit of a fat ass himself in his middle age. Again, 
no shame. We we stand a thick king, all right. But my man, please, mm-hmm. but look at least at least one of you is doing these moves. Like yeah, when you fought Penta last season, you weren't going off fucking top ropes, motherfucker. Yeah, get, get over yourself. So like. Marty has Mac back in the ring. Marty goes for the top rope splash. He misses Mac, absolutely suplexing him to hell. And then hell and back. Mac goes to the top rope, and then the lights go out. Yes, uh, we're actually getting the sister reveal. I was kind finally of the yeah. sister is real. The sister, uh, and oh, oh boy, is she? She sure is a sister. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck is going on, but. So this bitch comes out in this whole ass like homemade in her moth best queen community theater moth costume. True, true. Uh, you can see the fucking patchwork stitching. Yeah. Uh, you can see the PVC pipes that make the frame. But this is terrifying. Sexy star going through PTSD in real time. Yes, uh, I I will admit. The the effect here is creepy. They have the whole like creepy music box music as her like entrance that they just they suddenly do. start playing over the whole scene as like incidental music, and I'm like, that's fucked up. Um, so, and run, run, uh, run. I, I I will say I did I did wonder um how this match just turned to absolute like shenanigans bullshit so quickly that I noticed Rick Knox was referring it. I'm like, oh, actually, no, this this makes perfect sense. Rick um, Knox. Rick Knox don't, don't doesn't enforce any rules. I don't know what you're talking Rick no- about. Rick Knox is like is like all right. Invasion of creepy sister. Well, I don't see nothing. I ain't sure. got no eyes. That's correct. Yeah, that sounds uh, right to me. That's, that's uh, so no the match ends at, from the distraction. Marty throws Mac off the top rope, then jumps up and hits a top rope curb stomp for yes. the win. And then Marty gets on the mic afterwards and he wants everyone to bow down to his sister. And Vamp goes, what? (laughs) Oh yeah. They don't see the, they don't see the pre-tapes. No, they, no, no. This is the story. I think more than any other story in Lucha Underground that is hurt by the fact that Stryker and Vampiro don't watch the pre-tapes. And the fact that sexy star wouldn't tell anybody, but Willie Mac. Anyway, Marty the Moth reveals that his sister's name is Mariposa. Which, I gotta look that up. Does that, like, translate to something? Quickly! I got it, I got it. Hold on. You got it? Like, is it, like, Moth? Is it, like, Moth or whatever? It probably isn't, but, like, you know, it'd be nice. It is, it is, uh, Spanish for butterfly. Ah! Okay, that's not a moth. I want to know what Spanish, English to Spanish for moth is and know what, why. Polisia. Polisia? That would be a perfectly funny. Why is she a butterfly? Or they also, La Mariposa Nocturna is also a term for a moth. Sure, okay. Uh, so I see she and her brother have different last names. Got it. Um, yeah, uh, no, nah, yeah. she is Mariposa Nocturna Martinez. She is Mariposa, Mar- Mariposa Nocturna. Unironically, I could see them actually making that the name in this show. Fucking yeah, hell. So the moths start creeping towards Sexy Star, who is just and like laying on the ground, like, terrified. Powerlessly, like, yeah, curling Mariposa, up into the Mar- uh, Mariposa tells her to get up. 
sexy starts standing and then she just and then Mari Posa kicks her in the head and knocks her back down. You think though you think those uh you think those moth wings are made of human flesh? They're very possible sure. flesh. They're very sure, possible. From the other people they've kidnapped. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um hey, so, I've seen this movie before. Isn't this fucking red dragon? Anyway. Hey. So after all that, we go we go to a bridge, and holy shit, it was a Phoenix vignette. I was high. Dude, yeah, this was actually really sick. Like it wasn't anything like super original necessarily. It's Phoenix being like, yeah, when I was a kid, I was all like poor. Um, at I one interesting tidbit I did get out of this was him saying that like in order to escape some of the shittiness of his youth, he turns to myth and legend. Lean, very much leaning into the fact that no, he is not a literal phoenix. By his own admission, Katrina turning... be like, "Oh, shit, I'm I'm not listening to you." <laughs> Katrina says, "I didn't hear that one, brother. I didn't hear that. I don't know what you're talking about." But I yeah, no I wrote, I, I took no a idea. bunch of notes on. I took a bunch of like the beat by beat on this. So sure, Phoenix was like, he's like, he grew up poor and it was hard, and nowhere in the world wanted him. So he, he sought a different path, one based in myth and fantasy. He became the Phoenix, but no one believed in him. Mm-hmm. No one believed he'd survive in Lucha Underground, so he proved well, them wrong. Yeah. They said he could never defy death, so oh. he proved them wrong. Twice. And that he would never be champion, so he proved them wrong. I thought during this whole That's bit, they do a bunch of cool highlights of Phoenix, and one cool thing they did for a few times is like they also had him fighting like in the gym ring that we've seen in a yeah. couple scenes so far. Sometimes they would have him do a move in the gym and then tra- parallel it with a him doing that same move in a real match. I didn't actually time. notice that. That's actually really sick. Yeah, during one time we did like the backflip into the elbow thing. Yeah. They did they did I, I remember noticing it for that one, but I thought that was I really, really appreciated cool. them too highlighting his move where he gets like Irish whip to the ropes and he grabs yeah. the ropes, like kind of rebounds and, cir- against them. and, re- and, and, and like, kind like, of circles around in circles. Yeah, around yeah, yeah. He he thing. he maneuvers his body horizontal, fucking circles between the two ropes and circles himself back, and then lands back on his feet. Um, that like a move like that, which is something we saw him develop, um, mm-hmm. as as the show went on. That felt like a really great parallel to the I prove them wrong. I keep coming back. Yeah, yeah. I like that. The I I like the I prove them wrong. I prove them wrong. Yeah, that was a great motif. Still, people aren't don't believe him. They think that he will never fulfill his dream of becoming Lucha Underground champion, that it's just another fantasy. But he's going to prove to them all that some fantasies are worth believing in, and some myths become legends. Da-da. Yeah, no. really sick Phoenix promo. We don't like get to hear him on mic. I mean, I guess we don't really get to hear that many like Lucha Underground dudes on mic cutting like basically self promos all that often. So yeah, like, just... this was cool to see and it was really effective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we cut to this for to Jack Evans pissing. <laughs> just right oh, out right, we see we see him in the bathroom and oh no, you know what that means. He it's has found himself in the dragon's lair. Somebody in a bathroom. <laughs> this is where Dario Drago ain't around does anymore. All confrontations is yeah. In Dar- a ba- Dario's in not bathroom. around anymore, so Dar- so Drago needs a new guy to give swirlies to. Um, uh, and so Drago's like, "Hey, bitch, you claim to be the dragon killer or the dragon slayer. All right, bet slay me right now." Well, before- 
does that, he says the Dragon Slayer line. And Jack goes, well, I mean, that's what some of the people call me that. Yeah, and then yeah true. He's like, he, like, Drago, like, punches a wall and then, like, kicks the light, the lamp. He high, the kicks this fucking... high kicks the ceiling light. Not once, but twice. He kicks it once and breaks the light bulb, and then he just kicks it a second time. Just for good measure. Yeah, um, but then he's like, prove it, bitch. Slay yeah. me now. And then yeah. PJ Black up. walks in, and he's got the nunchucks. Oh, my God. And Jack Evans nunchuck is like, masters. And, and then, ja- and then Jack Evans so, like, so, well, so at this point, guess- I thought, oh, PJ Black stole Drago's nunchuck. Okay. Oh, no. Which I think he did, actually. I, well, think those are I, don't, I don't think nunchucks. so. I don't think so, because fucking then Drago just has his own pair of nunchucks. Well, no, well, first, though, is they is PJ and Jack start double-teaming Drago, and Drago's starting to fight him off. Then Jack Evans pulls out a pair of nunchucks, and is at this point that Drago pulls out his own pair of nunchucks. Oh, yeah. It's so like, everybody's yeah, got like, nunchucks like, now. Yeah, and yeah, everybody's doing, like, like, the swinging and the, the wah-wah-wah thing. So, so, like, so I'm like, all right, so we had one nunchuck master in the temple already. I guess PJ Black just also knows how to use the nunchucks. Okay, that makes sense. Oh, no, Jack Evans just also happens to know how to use nunchucks. And also... Has his own pair, and they all yeah, they all they're all doing like the flippity, like the flip oh swing around nunchuck swinging. It's the fucking, it's, it's the one office meme. We have the three dudes all like finger gunning at each other, but with nunchucks. Mm-hmm. So this is silly enough already. Absolutely, but then fantastic. the lights go out. No, no, well, hold on. They they do some fighting with with all the nunchucks. Drago like beats the absolute Three... dog shit out of Jack. Well, he starts to, Evans. and then and then and then PJ, like, get, PJ, PJ gets PJ the upper takes hand. him down. So PJ starts choking out Drago with the nunchucks, and they like make a quip about and, and, you're and not going to make it. Jack is like Jack is like he's like you're I bet to, like, yeah you better you, they're like making a quip about you even going to make it to aztec yeah. warfare and then the lights go out and you hear that same warning could could apply to you and oh then it's fucking aerostar with air and yet aerostar has his own neon glowing <laughs> nunchucks two pairs of neon light nunchucks what the fuck what is happening we just need to solve every problem in wrestling now with someone whipping out a pair of fucking nunchucks and going to by sheer coincidence all four of these men have found themselves in a feud together and they all just so happen to be nunchuck masters i really need to make it clear this had levels to it like so pj black has Drago's nunchucks, and you're just like, okay, or he has a pair of nunchucks, he's like, oh, he stole Drago's nunchucks, and he's gonna just, like, you know, hit him with it, because why not? No, PJ Black does an entire fucking, whoa, 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 like, expertly wielding these nunchucks, and you're like, well, shit, I guess PJ Black is just, also, just happens to be adept with nunchucks. Okay. And then Jack Evans pulls out his own pair of nunchucks, and you're like, no. There is no way. But no, Jack Evans wields them expertly as well. And you're like, okay, this just went from like one little, all right, we're, we're, we're 
contriving a reason for two of them to be into nunchucks and two. Okay, this is actively silly. And then Drago makes his own pair of nunchucks just materialize, and you're like, fine, fine, complete the trifecta, I guess. And then Aerostar shows up. And no, they're fully aware of, of just how stupid this is. They're leaning in as they give him two pairs of first neon light day, first, day of first day of wrestling school in Mexico is absolutely when you go to the Drago school of wrestling you could oh say, my god I guess this you could was, say that in the Lucha Underground universe the way of the dragon is nunchucks is the, the nunchuka christ almighty i we can't describe it to do it justice you all need to go and like watch this for yourself because this is the most unhinged amazing i'm sure best way possible i'm sure we're gonna see all of this pay off outside of this one-off and this wasn't just a stupid how ridiculous can we get segment oh no oh no i know the payoff and don't you worry we're, we'll keep coming. Oh, we're not done oh, yet, pal. <laughs> please tell me we're we're getting to like Hernandez leather belt level of planting and payoff. Please tell me that's where we're headed. I don't. I don't want to tell you what the what the payoff is until we get there. All right, my head cannon that I'm choosing to believe for now is it's gonna be Hernandez fucking stealing a leather belt from a random fan level of planting and payoff. That's my belief, and I'm sticking mm-hmm. to it. Yeah, oh my god so. yeah so that was a whole lot of what the fuck is happening the heel, everybody's the heel, got the heels run now. off now that they're at a 3v2 nunchuck disadvantage <laughs> yeah very yeah the numbers game austin it's very important in the wrestling world even when you're just wielding nunchucks in a bathroom you know a normal thing for wrestlers to do. no this is what is missing in wrestling today by god is yeah. not whatever psychology or stories or whatever dumb old person yelling at clouds bullshit you want to talk about what's missing in wrestling today is nunchuck fights in bathrooms oh no absolutely that and the atomic drop are like if 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 we had that wrestling would be great again yeah those are the only two things I mean, unironically, you like unironically. I would, I would show non wrestling. I would want to show non wrestling fans clips of wrestlers just pulling out nunchucks in a bathroom <laughs> and picking, fighting this each is other. True. This is, is this, is this the ultimate promo to get casuals to sign on? Maybe, possibly. And only Lucha Underground have... has ever had the courage to true, true to to have nunchuck fighting. The L Ray Network, truly the most based place where you can finally have intergender wrestling and where you can finally have wrestling featuring nunchucks. These fucking, these fucking North American pussy ass networks. They, Tony Khan comes to TBS and is like, Hey, um, I think we should really include because nunchucks. Finally. The fucking TBS executive slapped him across the face and they said, What the fuck do you say, bitch? And Tony Khan said, Nothing, nothing, sir. And they said, That's that's the fuck right. They get out a pair of nunchucks and they smack Tony Khan in the ass with it. Uh wow, that really hurt. Get the fuck out of my office, you bitch. Go. Yes, sir. Good boy. Yes, you sir. want a fourth show for this? Yes, please. Can I can can I put can I play a second women's match on a show? No, no, okay. no. 
Nah, nah, he wouldn't be. Let, let's be real. Tony Khan's not asking for that. He is afraid of women. I mean, that's what I mean. That's what they claim is the reason that's, why they they've implied that it's a network problem before. They, but uh, yeah, yeah. But then Tony Khan, I don't buy it, Twitter but you know, and is like, actually, the women in my company just don't draw. Sorry about it. Uh, and you have to wonder, hmm, is it is it really a network reason, Tonathan? Is that Any. is that truly Tonester? Anyway, uh, but yes. enough of AEW's problems. Let's get back let's to go, Lucha let's, Underground. Let's get it. Let's get into the Ex- ring with with people who have only fought for Lucha Underground. Brian Cage, Johnny, and Taya, and, and, Taya, and, Taya, and Taya Valkyrie. Yes. Where else would I seen honest. any of these people? Nowhere. Uh, That's the answer. So, well, officially, so, um, it's Melissa supposed Santos. to be. Yeah, it's supposed to be Cage versus Johnny Mundo. That's what Melissa. Yeah, Santos Melissa announces. Santos. Uh, she she. Kate is already in the ring, and Melissa Santos out here introducing currently in the ring uh, my wife, um, Brian Cage. Um, From and... the 559, they oh, call him Cage. Oh. Melissa Santos adds a special judge to her Cage she puts, a, she you puts cannot... some stank on she puts the some 559. Stank. Oh, you cannot convince me that that like that she is that she is showing her husband blatant favoritism here. Uh, oh, you know what? Is. Yes, she should. And then, but then Johnny Mundo sees this and he's a, he he goes actually uh, my wow <laughs> as Taya Taya comes out simply Taya introduces herself and is like actually Johnny Mundo says fuck you Cage I beat you once already you stupid little bitch uh so I Taya am out here to fight you instead this is my turn. It's and she's like, I, I am Taya, and I am the perfect woman. Well, I, I got to shout, shout out this fucking smarky-ass crowd that does, in fact, know Taya's nickname. Hell They're yeah, out here with she, no like, prompting like chanting Beta Loca. Yeah, like I said, she's, she was, she's had a pretty successful career at this point in Mexico. So, like, obviously, like, they obviously they know who she is. Yeah, no. It's like, it's just really cool to see where they're like we're we're like just because of her her cred coming in they're able to organically kind of immediately treat her as if you know she was anywhere else in the world and and you know call out her name and in commentary roles with it they're not like they're not trying to be like oh what's that like like they're like vampiro's like yeah the widow loca that's right uh ty has been all all over the muckin motherfucking place and she's a bad bitch and yep. uh where loca is absolutely the correct name to yeah la where loca uh, loca. She's crazy. That's, that's yes. what that means. Uh, their uh, uh, commentary is, speaking of, they're, they're talking up Taya's credentials. Uh, she was apparently trained by Lance Storm. Um, she's been, you know. She's, she's Canadian, the, so that checks Canadian. out. Yeah, she's she's been all over the world and and, and a very accomplished wrestler at this, at this point already. Um, Vampiro, at first I thought Vampiro was making a goddamn Bret Hart reference as he's like, yeah, this, uh, you know, came from Canada, um, came, you know, came from Canada with a dream and, and, you know, really made it work for yourself. Kind of reminds me of somebody else. And I'm like, is that a fucking Bret Hart reference? Or like, there are so many Canadian No, he's talking about there. himself. No. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I Googled him and I'm like, wait, no. Yeah, he's fucking referring to himself. Vampiro's Canadian, I guess. All right. Um, also, by the way, Luera Loca means crazy blonde is what that Okay. Means. I, I knew the loca part obviously i wasn't sure what where it was where is um, a bastardization of the word for blonde it's not quite yeah. the correct spelling but that's what she's going for oh that's really cool though i'm mm-hmm. into that 
Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, after she's like, I know you're not a man, but let me see if you have the balls to face me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They get in the ring. Cage is like, yeah, all right, whatever. I don't, I'm yeah, not taking this seriously at all. So she slaps him. And yeah. He, and he has this look of like, well, all right. It's and like, then yes, just clotheslines the shit out of her. Yeah. And proceeds Poor to Taya, like man. toss her the fuck around because he is the big strong boy and she's not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Taya, Taya's really struggling here. Uh, commentary um uh commentary takes note of how cage is clearly just like all right well if you want me to beat you up doesn't matter who you are i'll fucking okay. do it okay uh, which which i which i wrote down in my notes of course says cage doesn't discriminate between the sinners and the saints he takes and he takes and he takes i think striker You're legitimately did dude. say cage I, I i'm pretty i'm pretty sure high striker legitimately did say cage don't discriminate so my cursed ass mind went there um i mean uh, i feel like if i feel like if this was the right time frame for it striker would have also went there if he thought of it at the time i mean we're almost there you know maybe maybe striker is uh he's actually a huge fan of like you know off broadway like more indie fringe stuff that's on the cusp like he was a hades town fan before it was cool mm -hmm. uh you know while it was still in concept albums or whatever the fuck uh yeah no um uh da -da 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 -da. so cage oh. Cage, I was just uh, like, I'm just going to the part where Taya goes ahead, unless you got something else to. Well, I can't remember. Here. I can't remember at what point it because because Taya does like get a bit of a reversal at one point. Yeah, because Cage is setting her up for the power bomb, and she just punches him in the balls. And yeah, this is when she starts shot. hitting. That's when she takes over. Uh, you know, commentary hitting. once again is 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 glorifying her for uh, you know that. I, I gotta say, for as much as like this is a match where Taya is gonna get thrown around by Cage, because you know that's kind of the joke. Commentary is doing a good job at not like burying her for that fact. Mm -hmm. Um, I will say, Vamp, you know, we love we love us some Vamp. Vamp, apropos of nothing, states that I'm sorry, but Landstorm has nothing to do with Taya's success. And there's like a pause, and Striker just goes, "Okay." Uh, anyway. All right. I don't really know what you're implying, but okay. Yeah. He, he got I, lo I love those moments. The striker just has no idea what to do. I don't really <laughs> know how to respond to that. Said. So I'm just going to go. Okay. And then, and then he just changes the subject of like, uh, yeah. Speaking of speaking of right. this other shit. Yeah. Um, so Taya hits like a tornado DDT and knees to the face. Like she did when she debuted. And then, you know, she goes to the outside grabs the pipe and she yes. turns around to swing it at cage but cage grabs it That's and it. then he just like power like power bombs grabs her and pushes her into the ringside guardrail wall and then into the ring post and then he's like who's the fucking machine oh i, he, I missed that part yeah he yells that out and then he rolls her into the ring power bombs her a few times and then he and goes, then, he grabs the table. And get sets the up tables. Two. He sets up, get yes, the not tables. one, and then, but, but two. two. And then he suplexes Taya. To be clear, he is on the outside standing on the rope. Some, she is inside the ring. He I, grabs I her. On, I think she's sitting on the ring post, right? No, she is just in the ring. He grabs okay. her from the ring. And he suplexes her through two tables on the outside. Yes, I... I, I want to point out that I wrote this down in my notes as Cage sets up the double tables and Jesus! Yep, he's like, what the fuck? 
Yeah, that was an insane ass spot. Ty he is just now does dead. It. But of course, here he comes to save the day. Johnny's yeah, here. so Johnny Mundo is here. He clocks Cage with that pipe in the, Again. From earlier. He and lays then... Ty on top of Cage. Then Johnny Mundo jumps on top of them both. And Cage still kicks out of this. So it's like, yeah. oh shit. And, okay. Yeah, commentary points out how this was not the first time that Johnny Mundo had like conked Cage in the head with a leather pipe. And I can just imagine Cage, like, as part of his training regimen, ever since that happened, like, forced himself to, like, butt his head into lead piping, like, at least once a day uh, to prepare. Yeah, so Johnny Mundo, it goes to the outside. He grabs, like, some metal thing. I couldn't quite see what he tossed in there. He grabbed a cinder I... block. Oh, it was, like, some weight. Some... It was some kind of, like... Yeah, it was, like, a, me- like a weight. He grabbed a yeah. cinder block. He tossed in some empty beer bottles. And he Stryker makes, makes some pile. commentary about, like, the alcoholics that hang around the temple or something like that. Okay. Sure. So he makes his cute little pile. He spits on Cage, and he tries to drop him on the cinder block. But Cage blocks him. And then he gets Mundo around. He sets up to, like, curb stomp him into the cinder block like he did to Willie, like, happened to Willie Mack. Mm-hmm. Um, but Taya jumps on Cage's back, and he stops him. So he's fighting with Taya. Mundo gets up, he grabs the beer bottle, breaks it over the back of Cage's head, and Cage no-sells it. Yes! That was so... I, I think Because I think he'd done something like that before. It does not stop... Cage is immune to beer bottles. He is, that, yeah, true. Uh, 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 fucking uh, glass has no effect on machine. He That's even, how he even breaks, and I cannot believe Cage managed to, like, no flinch at what happens here mundo stares him down after like the beer thing he's like what the fuck so he breaks the rest of the bottle over cage's face yes and to cage, cage just... no reaction no sells it I entirely know. oh my that was that was so crazy insane. that was so fucking nuts uh well, yeah. striker and sees then, so... all of this insanity going down and to his credit actually like admits self-restraint is like yeah, i got nothing for this I don't know like, what to say like, I don't. I have literally nothing to say here. Just Godspeed, kids. And then Johnny Mundo, like the brave soul he is, tosses Tyo right at Cage and leaves the ring immediately. Cage Bro, I know. Re- Cage hits the Weapon X for the win. And then Johnny, as, after as, the match- as Cage hits the Weapon X, Striker breaks his all-too-short vow of silence by remarking if machines could have emotions cage would be in a rage right now thank you striker sure um yes the uh, weapon x then, gets hit johnny just you did he's gone jo- sorry wife. johnny mundo is still standing there being like i'm still gonna take your ass to slam town i like that, oh my god he said that line as if he were hard okay dude like after after literally throwing your girlfriend to get murderized you're like i'm just gonna kick your ass sleeping on the couch tonight just you wait yeah doesn't even save taya what a bitch um and then, and then it's time for famous fucking b i i immediately retired underground fighter yeah uh, I, I immediately wondered to myself and to my notes, why is Famous B wearing a wizard hat? Well, and that's a good point. Well, you, you're, you're probably asking two questions right now. A, why do I have this wizard's hat on? And two, how can I make you famous just like me? 
He is. Uh, he really is magic. He knew the question. And he was right. I did in fact get, have that question. We are introduced to Brenda, who is ugly and homeless and has no job and no car and sucks. And she doesn't the, have a tooth. The, she's missing a tooth because she. And as the car stalked. and as the commercial says, "Don't be like Brenda." Don't be like Brenda. And then, but then, famous B, he's going to work his magic on her. He pulls out a literal yes. wand and like you would find it like the disney princess store and then he goes, and he's like oh shalakazam and now brenda is hot <laughs> and he famous done his and magic i have to say it's pretty powerful magic he was able to retroactively make her a famous like beloved movie starlet she is now beautiful and yes. famous and famous that's and some pretty powerful like, like proto magic i feel like famous b should be like i don't know studied um you know maybe dissected he, in the lab. he knows uh, the most powerful magic of all chronomancy yeah, yeah uh, absolutely fuck but fucking famous b we have now introduced the newest character to the famous b cinematic universe beautiful brenda oh she's she's gonna be a recurring yes she'll oh, be back delightful yeah no that was that was beautiful i literally just put in my notes these famous b segments are the best um they I cannot wait so till he comes back to the temple. I know. With they the keep roster. teasing me. But he is going to make somebody famous. Famous. And they're not even going to have to call 423 get fame. That's 423 get, get fame. fame. <laughs> I love how you just have that memorized. Uh, duh. It, this was at, this was the most my shit. During when I was watching this season this as it be. aired, this was fa famous. B famous B comes on screen, Austin just like yeah, yeah. Four two three, get fame. Four two three, get fame. Four two three, get fame. Yep. So we cut oh, into Katrina's office. The menage a trois of violence is there, of brutality is there. Apologies. Yes. And Evelise is coming out of the office, and she's like, "I got the tag match that we wanted." for next week but Based. i had to agree to the stipulation that if we lose yeah where the fuck we... did the disciples of death go they just why talk about lazy shit they just have not defended their shit they haven't even been on tv what mm -hmm. the fuck kind of champion work is that katrina protecting her champions by literally not though letting it work. anyway so it has now been stipulated that if they lose next week they gotta hit the open road permanently yeah a fucking <laughs> loser leaves lucha match that's gonna be insane except only them only if they only lose, them they there's to. not a there it doesn't it doesn't flip to the other side no of course not. that's unfortunate so on um, goes like why would you agree to that and evil like you told me to get the match no matter what and then they start bickering about whose fault it is and he's like shut up we got a man we just got a man up the next week and win this thing and man it's so like, insane how how effective the evil east face turn has been i love her mm -hmm. so yep. much now the baddest bitch is amazing <laughs> she is great and i love her i love all three of them give them all directed yeah. 
injectly into my veins. I did not say that right, yeah. but you know. And then on Heligo is like, well, she's your girlfriend, and Havoc goes, ex-girlfriend. Ex-girlfriend. Yeah. In his it's, voice, that sounds perpetually pitch-shifted. It's amazing to me that this that this particular trio only exists within Lucha Underground. Like, I don't, I, any, no. I don't think any of these people have worked with each other before or since Lucha I Underground. I mean, Ivalice did show up in AEW for a hot second, and and on Helico works for AEW, so like but, uh, they never interacted. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and I, the man I'm... and the man underneath Son of Havoc, Matt Cross, worked the pre-show of all in, of the original All In. Really? Yeah. So oh, uh, they were this close. But yeah, the the Menage a Trois is absolutely a, a, a one of my favorite teams going. They are the best. I, I just love me a, a team that's like just so they just they're just fun. They're just fun. It it's delightful. That's why we stand best friends. That's why we stand the acclaim. That's why we stand literally anything Danhausen does. That's why we loved a bit of the Sammy Usi when it was happening. Like just more mm-hmm. more of this in wrestling, always, please. Thank you. Yep. So then we get our main event. Uh our the main Prince- event. Prince Puma versus Pentagon Jr. versus Mil Muertes for the Lucha Underground Championship. I literally, I literally started this like before anything even got going here. I literally made a note of God, this match is going to be so sick. Yeah, I made a couple of notes during uh po- during the entrances here. Prince Puma's theme is the hottest club mix of 2016. This is not Definitely. something I think I've ever noticed before, but it felt like club music when I was listening to it. Like, and I was like, huh. Yeah, uh, well, that, that's the secret. It is just club music, you know. MJF got his theme from from YouTube stock music. Prince Puma got his by just visiting the local clubs and talking to the DJ. You know, it happens. I guess. Um, and so Vampiro, because he's taking such a pro Pentagon stance on this, he's, he's very like, pro Pentagon. Yeah, early, so yeah during, earlier when they're talking the- about this main event, like like but like earlier in the show, they're talking about the main event, and uh, fucking Vampiro had been like. Yeah, no, this is Pentagon's chance to ascend to greatness. And just no, no mention of Puma. No one else. Fuck you. Uh, So Vampiro, Vampiro, because Matt Stryker brought up the Boyle Heights thing. And and Stryker's like, eh, half these people are Puma's family. I'd hate to see what's under that mask. Uh, Well, because I think, uh, I can't remember if this came before or after, but um, I I almost want to say it was... um, vampiro said something about under that mask ticks the mind of a man who's determined to prove everyone wrong uh which feels, feels like, like, stri- like i feel like that's strike i feel like that's I probably think more striker but every once in a while vampiro can actually be eloquent yeah. so i you know you never know uh, so then- but 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 all, all i could think of with that line is is uh you know the the, the it ticks the mind of a man who's determined to prove everyone wrong all i can imagine is fucking um prince puma going like no, I'm not from Kentucky. What are you talking about? I'm from Boyle Heights. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what he has to prove everyone wrong about. Not not, not wrong. about being able to do it on his own. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. It's about let's hear that accent. Puma. Yeah. So Stryker, as as Mil Muertes is coming out, says this match has three main threads. Mil Muertes seeking revenge for the man who broke his arm. Prince Puma seeking redemption for what happened at Ultima Lucha and Pentagon seeking to ascend to the top as champion. Yes. Uh, it's, it's, it's a really cool, like kind of three-way dynamic. Um, 
And, and you know, off the bat, got to give it to him. Puma and Penta make the smart decision of just fucking. They're like, we're gonna, we're gonna Mil. double, we're gonna double team, we're gonna take Mil Muertes out. They of literally, match. they literally look at each other, look over at Mill, shrug, and then just start fucking murking his ass. And this goes on for a solid like few minutes. Like they just fucking curb stomp the shit out of Mill and like bully him a little bit. Uh, but then Mill gets his second win and says, actually, murk it. Um, yeah, basically, like, like whenever Mil Muertes got to fight one on one, he owned ass. He was well. They even, portrayed... even in the beginning, he he went he went one v two, and when he got a second win, he fucking like double clothesline. Yeah, they and, like... they pretty consistently portrayed Mil Muertes as individually the strongest person here. Oh, a, a zillion percent. Um, I mean, they've always kind of done that. Um, they've but... they've tried a lot harder to do that post death. Mil yeah. Muertes more so than pre-death, but yeah. uh, they 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 well, definitely this is a concerted effort here that like individually well, they, they they back it Puma, up in ring a lot more. Post-death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like in the ring in this match, Puma one on one can't take Mill. Pentagon one on one can't take Mill. Together two on one they can. Yes, which makes it all the more confusing that they like decide to ever turn on each other. Well, I mean, eventually it has to happen, but I think that, you know, it's basically them fighting Mill is like trying to buy time for each other to actually fight. Is the Yeah, but like, let's think, you, you unquestionably murder Mill first, and then you, you two can go at it. Um, uh, Vamp makes some sports ball reference, or I guess in this case, sports puck reference, um, uh, which, God damn it! but... I did recognize one of the teams. There's something about a Red Wings 1979 championship or something. Oh, yeah, he was saying something about hockey. I didn't quite catch the reference. Uh, I just heard him say um, something about Red Wings versus someone else, 1979. uh, Or maybe it was, let's see, final standings, uh, North Division. It was the first season Red Wings played at their time, newly built at JLA. uh i don't know actually i don't fucking know um either way uh so vamp is i get it's i I suppose this immortal cultist vampire man loves him some hockey you know good for you yeah of course Um, it it, it comes to the territory of being canadian even if you sell your soul you still gotta love hockey mill so like after Mill beats down the two of them for a bit, Mill throws Pentagon to the outside. Puma does a DDT on the Pentagon. Puma, yes, Puma makes Puma, the first bit of offense yeah. crossing the line to Pentagon. Yeah, Puma does a begins. kick. Puma does a kick to Mill Muertes, but Mill ducks. Puma, when he tries to jump back in the ring, he kind of like hits him. He hits him in the face. And then Mill Muertes does a dive to the outside onto Prince Puma. Yes. Uh that's that's insane. Um so he starts uh, we're like, brawling out in the crowd Puma at this into the point. bleachers, beats his ass. Mm-hmm. Puma mm-hmm. counter Puma does a super kick to counter Mill, and then he goes onto like the stairwell. Like he goes onto like the stair hold like the you know the the uh sides to hold down and he like runs down the stairs to Hurricane Rana Pentagon Jr. And then Mil Muertes, by this point, has gotten up off the bleachers and just punches Mil- P- Puma in the face. Dude, he fucking bitch slaps Puma into the next millennium. It was so mm-hmm. crazy. Uh, Penta finally gets his time. Um, 
he he lands like all of one move on mill and then mill fucking grabs him and drives him into the ring post yeah absolutely annihilates him he throws him back in the ring power bomb ddt two count and then vampiro uh, uh, he like on fire. i made note that P- P- vampiro calls attention to puma laying down on the outside and he asks if like is is puma trying to take a rest right now or is he actually hurt and striker is like well you know if he's trying to take a rest you know there were just two near falls right there back to back so you know maybe it's time to get on back in the game <laughs> uh uh pentagon jr hits a sling blade and then a crazy sequence uh, yo Bill muertes is on the outside pentagon jr dives onto mill on the outside and yes. then puma gets back in the ring and dives onto mill on the outside and, number and two, i want i want to point out too during this sequence we the the way the cameras are positioned so we see the dive but we also see after pentagon dove onto mill Penna fucking like because it looks like puma's on a collision course for both of them but then Penna gets up and fucking like samoa joe walks away from Penna from puma's dive um mm-hmm. So that was that was wild. And so and then, then fucking... Pentagon Jr. gets back in the ring and dies under Mil Muertes for the first and, time. And Puma is now doing the fuck. We again we see him on camera just nonchalantly yeah. walking away so he can set up to get back in the ring. And again. then Puma gets on gets back in the ring, and you guessed it, dives on Mil Muertes for the fourth consecutive time. Oh my god, that was such an insane fucking spot, dude. And then Puma so, and Pentagon both jump up into the guard go- over the guardrail. They jump up the over crowd. the guardrail, start brawling in the crowd. Puma grabs from a patron a replica Penta mask with which he slaps Penta. Oh, the meta. Oh, the, the, the fourth wall shattering around us. But then Penta gets Puma in the fireman's carry, slams him down and up in the seats, then jumps on the guardrail, on, dives onto Mil Muertes down on the floor. Mil gets back up. He drives Penta's back into the ring apron five the times. The hardest part of the ring. Ah, five bam, times. Bam. Bam. And then he chucks t- Penta into the wooden chairs. Penta gets a super kicks mill. Puma then comes doing a shooting star dive, which is basically a dive with a front forward flip off. If off the guardrail onto them, both everyone is down. Puma tosses Pentagon in the ring. He briefly stops to stare at Katrina. Then they do some countery counters. Enziguri oh, kick. Oh. Hmm? Fuck, fuck, fuck. Sorry. There's, there's a bunch of, I think, cause, cause uh, I think there's some other outside spots I missed. So okay. um after so after Mill uh drives Penta into the ring apron a bunch, he I think I think he's still he's in this I think this is still in control of Penta. He fucking tosses Penta like into the chairs, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Something something I noticed. Um and, and then he like he like grabs one up and I think maybe like I, I don't I don't fucking know. Uh there's shit with the chairs. And I had to wonder, like, do they do like fully on Lucha Underground? Because the clattering of those chairs was such a crisp sound that seemed just a little oh, too yes, loud they to definitely, be they definitely, There's definitely some, like, sound, uh, you know, boosting, editing kind of stuff here. Like, oh the, cho- like the chops are not are, are not actually that loud. Uh, that is, they artificially really? boost the chop. That's sound. fair. That's fair. But, so. like, uh, yeah, it's, I, 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 okay, maybe it's not fully. Maybe it's just boosting. But, like, yeah, I've just kind of noticed that for the first time in this entire series is, like, those chairs just 
They do be clattering, though. Because these yeah. are like wooden ass chairs. These are not metal chairs. They're like wooden fucking folding chairs. Um, uh, the the fans are chanting holy shit. Um, and and Vampiro points this out. Vampiro says the fans are screaming holy shit over and over again. And I had first made a note about like, you know, I appreciate that here on the El Rey network, um, uh, like the announcers can actually say the chance that the, that they got the crowd they being like, oh yeah, I agree with the crowd there. Um you know, so so Rip King, R.I.P. King to the El Rey Network, literally King in this case. Um, but it's time then, for it's time for some cowboy chisnit. Yeah, exactly. But no, this absolutely unhinged exchange goes on. So Vamp says the fans are screaming "Holy shit!" over and over again. Striker goes, and how do you say that in Spanish? And and Vampiro replies with "Holy shit!" Thank you, thank, thank, you, thank you, Vampiro. Thank you. Very helpful. Very oh useful. Oh my god. Um, Vampiro then proceeds to say that this match is probably one of the most violent he's ever seen here in Lucha Underground, which is just most decidedly not true. My guy, you were in one of you the were most violent in. matches in Lucha Underground so far. Do you remember all of the blood? Like, all of the blood? Holy shit. Um, uh, yeah, they, they're hitting all the fucking super kicks on, on Mill, and Striker goddamn says, um, you RSVP'd for your super. No, kick no, hold party. on. You skipped oh, some steps. I skipped. I'm All sorry. All right, yeah. Back I thought back. I heard you mention that. No, Puma and Pena were in the ring. Enziguri kick by Puma. Puma sets goes to the top rope for the 630. Hits the 630, but he has to take some time to get the pin. And Mil Muertes jumps in the ring to punch Puma in the head. To yeah, well, that's the thing pin. that we kind of got the cool moment of like Puma yeah. almost getting the pin on Penta, and then yeah. fucking like Mill had to had to redeem. So Katrina there. raises the rock as Puma and Abs. Mill start trading punches. Mil Muertes sets up for the flatliner. Pentagon Junior super kicks him, and then yes, they do a super kick party. Yeah. Fucking Young Bucks for Lucha Underground? What is going on here? I mean, that 2016, like, that's some Lucha, that's some peak, like, Young Bucks making the indie rounds. Okay, yeah. Fucking Smarks, Smarks everywhere. Yeah, Matt um, Stryker, the smarkiest commentator that's ever been in wrestling. Yeah, um, while also being a massive dumbass who says shit wrong half the time. But um, love you, just like the Smarks. But now <laughs> Pentagon and Puma like super kick back and forth on Mil Muertes until Mil Muertes is basically down and out. Pentagon Jr. gets Puma in the corner, hits a lung blower, and then a big, uh, I call it, oh, I use the last of the dragons because that's what it is, but it's by Shingo, it's Shingo Takagi's move, but I don't know um, what uh, how to describe it. It's a slam. Uh, but Puma kicks out of it. This is awesome chance indeed, crowd. Absolutely. Pentagon goes for the package pile driver. He hits it. Yeah, is he not is he not calling it the the fear factory yet? No. Oh shit. I I feel like that's I think that might be like a post Lucha Underground name for really. Yeah. Now it's just the just the package pile driver. He hits it on Puma. Uh, So something I something I do want to point out after like so so you know being a meanie and shitting on matt striker uh in the middle of this whole sequence matt striker has an admittedly really cool line where he says the shrapnel of, of flesh litters the battlefield and i'm like all right that's actually pretty yeah, that's pretty good name. okay we, we got we and gotta so, have a counter for like times 
Stryker says actually something like good, like, you know, the yeah. good noodle counterform. And la- uh, and, and I want to bring up something we talked about last time in uh, Cuerno and Phoenix. We talked about how like this show and I guess uh, kayfabe, the temple punishes those who are violent to the point of distracting yourself from a win. Like using violence for it as a focused goal of winning a match is rewarded, but violence for the sake of violence is usually not. Yeah, Last like time, the King that Quirno was a big effect, re- that was a big reason why Quirno lost against mm-hmm. Phoenix, and it happens again here, as it is implied that Pentagon Junior had it won. Mill was still down from the super kick party, and Puma was pretty dead from the package pile driver. But Pe- but Pentagon just said Pentagon. that's not enough for me. Pentagon I'm breaking says, his goddamn what else? arm. More arm for the arm god. But this allows Mil Muertes enough time to recover, and Mil Muertes spears the boot, spears Pentagon Junior out of his boots, and yeah, then he picks up fuck. Puma, spears the shit out of him too. Okay, then- okay. I uh, well, while he's while he's fucking picking up Puma, um. Uh, Vamp Vampiro says, "What do you think is going through Puma's mind right now?" Striker, I think Striker. I couldn't. This is another like randomly unintelligible thing, but I think Striker said Mill's body as like a joke. Uh, mm-hmm. And Vampiro responds with Jesus, and Striker responds to that with and Jesus. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. Hey, so Mil Muertes picks up both men, hits another double flat, double liner, flatliner, and pins them both. Boogaloo. Yes. For the win. One, two, three. And Katrina's very excited because she gets two licks tonight. She double licks. She M- licks Mill says, Mill says, you've been a very good girl. Have some have some extra lick. But then Phoenix is on the staircase. Yes. And Phoenix gets a mic and he he first he apologizes that their celebration won't be lasting very long. Because <gasps> next week he's cashing in that gift of the gods title and next week the man of a thousand lives is coming is coming for you oh my god oh my fucking god yeah phoenix's promo here is sick we're getting mill versus phoenix three next week fuck the hell yes and mill is just in the ring like screaming like no no and while Katrina just sits there like, it's okay, honey. We'll deal with it. It's fine. No, no. But yeah, it's 1v1. This is a rubber match for the ages. This is a rubber match for the Lucha Underground title. And that this is going to be next week. insane as fuck, dude. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, this is this is sick. Um, this was another one where like the, the main, main central plot wasn't really getting hit at. And we didn't even get fucking... Um, the 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 B version of the central plot with uh um uh Ray Phoenix Ray Phoenix Ray Mysterio training up El Dragon Azteca Junior um yeah but... I feel like they, I feel like they've acknowledged they've got about as far as they can get with that before it's like all right time to leave yeah pretty much they're like they're like there's only so much training montage we can show Let's have a little right. bit of self restraint no but um overall. Uh, still a lot of shit getting advanced. I like seeing the, the more like side plotty stuff getting its time to shine. Um, I think it was an exceptionally, um, well done, uh, bit of, you know, keeping the gears turning, even if again, like the first two matches weren't as like 
you know, they weren't these big, like, technical show pieces like we're used to on the show and like the fucking main event was, but they still both serve some great purpose. Um, and, you know, that I don't think I've seen anything in wrestling as good as that bathroom five nunchuck brawl. Give me more of that, please. I want, I hope to God they started selling like light up toy nunchucks to children. No, you can Lucha be just like Aerosmith. Lucha Underground didn't merchandise for shit. Of course they didn't. I mean, everybody's got the shirt. There was a there was a motherfucker in the crowd I noticed who was wearing a goddamn replica uh, Prince Puma mask, and there was a motherfucker that had the replica um, uh, Penta mask. So clearly something's going on. Is it is there an underground? Um, is there an underground merch ring even beneath the fucking underground temple? Probably the super Probably underground was. merch booth um, that not even the temple people know about. Uh, or or here's another idea. It was just the young bucks. <laughs> Just speaking of them, they actually had their fingerprints all over there. So like, yeah, yeah, you want your your Lucha Underground merch? We got some Lucha Underground merch for you. <laughs> the hustle, the hustle never ends with the, the bucks. Hustle there, never there. stops. Though so they want their bucks anyway. Yep. So yeah, tremendous. Another another tremendous fun. episode. Yep. I love I love this show. Continue will love will continue to love this show until the day I die uh just beautiful wonderful yes to everything yep so we'll be back soon enough as we are only two weeks away from aztec warfare aztec warfare two whole months in our time but you know who's counting yeah but first for next week it's time to return to our favorite arc we're doing currently it is of course the brawl for all no i feel like we were just here what the fuck we were we 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 did the we we broke order a little bit to do Billy Graham. So, oh yeah. Uh, so like we are back in this quicker than we normally would be. Okay, but I was gonna say it feels like a little premature to be at Brawl for All, but okay. No, no, I'm keeping count. I got where this okay. is. It's Brawl for All. I got the calendar. It's all Brawl right. for No, all. I, I I trust you. Look, I know you like making me suffer, but I also know you're a responsible showrunner. Yes, yeah, so it is time for the second round, our only episode covering the second round of the Brawl for All. Based? Uh, Based in Redfield. It's a, this is a significant one. This is kind of a, the turning point of the whole tournament, I'll say. Oh. Uh, oh, no. That sounds very foreboding. Uh, it, it is a little bit, but also we'll get the fallout from Fully Loaded. Oh, Lord. Yeah, the most controversial wrestling paper you ever of all be. time that's of all thank time you, jr thank you jr for that yeah so i have a lot to watch before our next episode i'm sure oh, i won't hate man. all of it um, um yes yeah, gotta find those little bright is, spots brother and that is for next time uh until then david hit the plugs yes sir thank you all so much for once again uh j- joining us here at the noobs and knockouts podcast we are so delighted to have you here uh, uh, returning listeners, viewers, what have you, you know the drill. Thank you so much for once again welcoming us back into your eardrums, your eyeballs, whatever the hell it is used to consume our content. Maybe you got uh, ocular implants. You know, I don't fucking know. Um, uh, either way, we're just so delighted to have you here. You, you know, you know how it be. But hey, new people. Hey, hi, how's it going? Welcome to the show. We are so delighted that you decided to join us. We hear the noobs and knockouts podcast like you think we are friendly to both noobs and knockouts like. So whether you're brand new to the wild, wacky world of wrestling or you're a veteran of all the weird bullshit, 
Either way, we're so happy to have you here. We hope you feel welcome here. We hope things feel accessible to you here. We hope you had a good time that you want to keep having a great time with us week after week after week. And I'm going to tell you exactly how to do so. You got four main ways. All right. First of all, you can find us on YouTube. We are the Noobs and Knockouts podcast on YouTube. Hit subscribe. Ring that bell and make sure it turns a nice little solid code so you get notifications every single time we drop a brand new episode. Uh, add us to your playlist. Give us that sweet, sweet engagement. Check out all of our playlists. Austin has been kind enough to organize all of the arcs that we follow each into their own separate playlist. So you can follow something all the way down without having to, uh, without having to skip around a whole lot. It's great. And hey, on the YouTube, you can see our beautiful, sexy, wonderful faces and the fucking like one hair on the side of my head that keeps goddamn sticking out oh short hair the worst um anyway uh, so all, all that good shit but of course if you're a fan a fan of the audio only experience we have you covered there as well you can find us on three of the best places to find your podcast which of course are spotify google podcast and apple podcast come check us out there listen to the show download the show you know take us take us with you online offline wherever that be uh, uh radar show if you're so inclined review us you know maybe let some people know hey it's a five-star show more people should be listening to it i don't know i'm just you know spitballing off the top of my head here uh either way we appreciate your patronage no matter what that looks like find us on youtube on spotify uh on google podcast and apple podcast of course past that we exist uh, outside of this little fucking void that we find ourselves in week after week we do have lives to some extent or other um uh, you can find us on some social media. First and foremost, of course, is our Twitter. You can find us at Noobs and Knox Pod on Twitter. That's at Noobs, the letter N, Knox Pod on Twitter. Make us one of your 600 tweets that you're allowed to look at every day now. Uh, uh, you know, I thought, we. I think they might. I think they might have fixed that, so that's not a thing. Okay, well, damn it. I, you know, I, I tried. I tried to be topical. Um, I appreciate uh, it. I thank you. Um, no, but either way. Um, uh, no, we, we we love it over on the Twitter. You know, we're memeing it up. We're discoursing it up. You know, uh, you know, sometimes I'll get salty on the TL if I see people giving dumb takes. Uh, you know, we give we give some hot takes of our own. Uh, of course, we post every single time we drop a brand new episode so you guys always know what the hell is going on. And, of course, the highlight of our Twitter is weekly wrestling live tweeting every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Uh, Eastern on uh, TBS. We are watching and live tweeting of course aew dynamite talking all about that good shit uh and then you know with this this is an aew household or at least mine is austin's partially is uh on friday nights when we're able on at 10 p.m eastern on tnt we are watching and tweeting all about aew rampage because you know it is the show that y'all been waiting on uh and then of course because you know the why there's no such thing as too much content uh we on Saturday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern on TNT. Once more, we are watching WCW Nitro. I mean AEW Collision, uh, because Saturday night is all right for fighting. Let's get a little action here. Uh, unironically, that like intro hypes me the fuck up every time, and I still can't believe they actually secured that song. I made the, that joke on this podcast three goddamn years ago. And you did. We where we are now. Yeah, the prophets, Austin. We are the true uh yeah so we like to talk about talk all about that shit um on top of that austin is a you know the being the knockout that he is he loves him some wrestling across the board uh he likes to watch all of the major company pay-per-views he also likes to watch a little bit of uh the old impact arena and we like to tell you guys all about that shit especially for you know the noobs in our audience you might be thinking this whole wrestling thing's pretty cool and you want somebody to jump on with so 
we, you know, we like to, to keep you a little updated. So my friend, please tell us what is on the docket at coming up. Sure. So for WWE on August 2nd, first, I, I like, let's start with how can you watch the week to week shows? Because those mm. are the freebies. Those are a lot easier yep. to, to, you know, just jump on it at any point. Cause you know, no costs required besides like cable. Uh, so for WWE, uh, you can watch Monday night raw 8 PM Eastern on, uh, USA network or SmackDown on Fridays night at uh, 8 PM on Fox. Uh, and their upcoming shows, all of WWE shows are on Peacock. Uh, if you, mm. that's where we watch most of the stuff that we watch on this podcast, we use for Peacock. Uh, but they also live stream all their pay-per-views there now. Um, and upcoming for that on August 5th is SummerSlam. Ooh. Usually that's usually the second biggest show of the year for WWE. Their summer WrestleMania, so to speak. Yeah, that one that uh, one's gonna be in fucking Detroit. It is a I'm not going field. to it, but, but it is good. Yeah, they fucking got the big boy stadium. Okay. Uh yeah, I mean, this is the first time WWE's gonna show at Ford Field since WrestleMania 23. It, so oh shit. And, I didn't so, realize you know. they played there. That's awesome. They did WrestleMania. That was Ford Field. That was the uh, Battle know. of the Billionaires WrestleMania, where the uh, oh, the headline oh, the, no. that was the head where the headlining uh, the headlining event was base was Donald Trump versus Vince McMahon's Patsies proxy. yeah. proxies where um, uh, uh, Bobby Lashley and Umaga respectively uh, and the obviously. loser and the loser had to get their head shaved, a.k.a. Vince McMahon got his head shaved. Unfortunate. Who else? That was only going one way. My um, man, man. I actually do know one of my one of my students from this past school year is going to SummerSlam. And to, oh, my God, it was so sweet. He was so excited. I'm just like, oh, buddy, you, you go I ahead. I tell you what, it'll definitely probably be a better time than watching Donald Trump throw shitty punches. Um, uh, a zillion percent. Yeah, fucking Umaga, of course. Of course, the everybody's favorite corporate appointment. Just oh, bro. I was about to say, I, actually, this this was main of mania was okay, but actually, I'm wrong. It's more like two matches from this mania are okay. Uh, there's a lot of shit matches on twenty mania twenty three now that I'm actually looking at it. Uh-oh. Um, anyway, SummerSlam though, August fifth, no real matches set up yet, and I won't go too deep into anything this far out. Yeah. Um, and then for AEW, you know, we just talked about how to watch all those shows live uh mm. week to week upcoming for them is all in in wembley stadium they've sold like sixty-seven thousand tickets or whatever they've sold a lot uh of tickets in wembley stadium we don't actually know where this show's gonna air yet it's heavily hypothesized to be like a streaming joint that's why under the account of like they're not saying it's a pay-per-view so it's uh, probably not a pay-per-view because if they PLE. could, why wouldn't they just say that? Yeah. Right. Uh, but it's on, it's currently not known exactly. Yeah. And well, the, the week after on September the 3rd will be a pay-per-view, the 2023 mm-hmm. all out show. All out. So that's another reason why people think all in won't be a pay-per-view. Cause they're like, surely, surely Tony Khan will not ask his fans to try to buy two $50 shows in, in, in a week. Surely yeah, that well, won't happen. Surely. Don't call me surely. Uh, but, hey, uh, but that's upcoming for AEW. Now, 
for Impact Wrestling. They, first of all, if you want to watch them weekly, it's tougher. Uh, you know, it is on Axis, it airs on Axis TV, 8 p.m. Eastern on Thursdays. But that is a pretty premium cable channel to get that, to get Axis TV. Uh, so an easier method to do this is if you look at Impact Wrestling's uh, YouTube channel, uh, for one whole dollar a month, you can become a YouTube, a premium subscriber to the Impact YouTube channel. And what that gets you is you can watch every single episode of Impact Wrestling on Thursday, starting at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. And then you get to watch the full commercial free version of the show. Yes. Um, or, you know, Impact Plus, their streaming service, you get it like next day. Uh and so for Impact Wrestling, their next show is Slammiversary. It is their 21st anniversary. They're celebrating um, their 21st year as a company. Remarkably, they're still here. Uh, uh, you'll love to see it. Live on pay-per-view, where pay-per-views are sold, or on Fight TV. And so because that's next week, we're going we're gonna to do the episode match-by-match match breakdown here. Oh, shit. All right. So the main event is... Alex Shelley of the Motor City Machine Guns. MCMG, hometown boys. I was there live where Shelley won his first world championship after 20 years in this business. That's insane. And he will be taking on Nick Aldis. Uh, Nick Aldis, uh, he was the NWA champion under Billy Corgan for like a thousand fucking days. Or some crazy fucking number. Um, and then he wanted to go make more money. So he's in impact. <laughs> now. And his whole get and him and Shelly, they were both baby faces, but now Aldous is being a petty little bitch because he thinks Shelly doesn't respect him and how he is he stands for tradition. He was respect and he was he was um uh and he was uh or a lot applauded by Harley race and Ric Flair and grumble, 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 grumble yells at cloud. Sure. Um, thank you. Yeah. They, they literally did a whole promo on impact last week where like Nick Aldis just rants and rays for so long that Alex Shelley sits in the crowd and eventually stands up and tells him to shut up. Nobody cares. Pretty much. Uh, but that's happening. We also get for the Impact Knockouts World Championship. We have the virtuosa Diana Perazzo. Her kind of shtick is that she is a virtuosa, a virtuosa. She is really good at wrestling. She knows all the moves, and she is taking on Trinity, the former, uh, the former uh, Naomi former in WWE. Naomi. Her gimmick is still I really like raves. Um, yeah, and- literally. And because it's a babyface versus babyface feud, it has largely kind of been told. They've basically both been beefing with Giselle Shaw, the quintessential diva, and Giselle Shaw's uh, posse, and but and been passive aggressive at each other. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, I mean it's it's a babyface be babyface thing. That's the problem. And then in a tag team match, we get Steve Macklin, the former. Impact champion, the Chelly Beat, and Bully Ray, who are being two whiny babies about ev- about how much people don't respect them, uh, versus PCO, whose gimmick is a Frankenstein. I'm a Frankenstein's monster. Oh, yeah, this motherfucker. And Scott Demore, the president of the uh, president of Impact, is getting back in the ring. Uh, Scott we can't, we Demore can't has a... To get- 
Uh, uh, we can't we can't afford to get uh, fucking uh, 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 Santino in there, but we can sure as hell get Scott Demore. Uh, well, I, well, hold on. They're they're building they're building Santino versus uh, Dirty Dango. You know. Oh we're, fuck we're yes. Oh yes, they are still rolling with that. Yes. Yep. Uh, but basically, Scott Demore. You know, Bully Ray and Macklin in their perpetual whining about how they're being held back by the evil management who doesn't respect them, and they are victims. Uh, they are. They put Scott Demore through a table. And then Scott Demore showed up and beat Bully Ray's ass, cost him a match. So Bully Ray whined to Anthem, do Anthem uh, Corporate. That's the company that owns Impact now. And Scott Demore was suspended from being the president of Impact. But that just gave him an opportunity to make a match where he is a wrestler. He can get back in the ring and be a wrestler. Scott Demore has a long history of being a wrestler in a jobbery kind of journeyman wrestler in the late, in the mid to late nineties. And then transitioning into being a manager coach type throughout the two thousands. He has a huge long pedigree of guys he's coached. So it's a pretty big deal. That's pretty sick. Yeah, then we have a four-way tag team match for the Impact World Tag Team Championships. ABC, Ace Austin, and Chris Bay. They're because that's ABC also because they are in the Bullet Club. They are part of the American branch of the Bullet Club that New Japan only barely considers canon. Oh, no. Oh, no. New Japan does not really give much of a shit about anything that happens in America on American show, New Japan shows. So, like... Yeah, the Ace Austin and Chris Bay are in the Bullet Club. They do the two suites, and they're you know they're they do the whole thing, but like yeah, they don't they don't really show up for you know Impact stuff for NJPW stuff. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, again, they, something something Bullet Club Gold. You know, just, we get our spinoffs. Shit happens. Yeah, so they're the champs. Uh, they're taking on Moose and Brian Myers. Moose is basically like a beat is like a beast ex football player. Top, one really? of the top stars in Impact. Um, and Brian Myers, formerly Kurt Hawkins of WWE, he's he is he takes himself as like a professional wrestler who always has minions to kind of that he is ostensibly <laughs> training. Uh, but basically sure. he sucked up to Moose so he could get help and get a shot at the tag titles. Moose said sure, but dump the dead weight with the dead weight of this being Brian Myers' tag team buddies, the good hands. And because he's like, these guys are total jobbers. They suck. I'll tag team with you if you drop them like a bad habit. And Brian Myers shows all the loyalty you'd expect when he's like, okay, see ya. (laughs) Oh my God. Beautiful. And then we got Rich Swan and Sammy Callahan. I don't know why this isn't like, ove guys because they got back ohio versus everything on the last show on the last pay-per-view show but okay uh you know these are two dudes from ohio they've been bros for a long time you know and they're tag teaming together here and then uh subculture mark andrews and flash morgan webster they're they're basically they're super british that's the best i got i mean i do love i do love my brits so super brits Oh, you're speaking yep. my language. And then we have an Ultimate X match to determine the number one contender for the Impact X Division Championship. An Ultimate X match is where they stick four poles up and then they tie a big X, red X to those poles and hang it up in the middle. And you have to like tightrope crawl your way to grab the X. Oh win. yeah, this shit. That's so it's, insane. It's like a ladder match, except there's no ladders. You have except to climb the poles. poles. 
Um, except except they, with a fucking like a fucking like uh, game you'd play at a like Fourth of July like beach event, uh, mm-hmm. you know, for a bit of like cash. Yeah. So like the X division, it's a lot. It's a lot of the top X division guys: Speedball, Mike Bailey, Jonathan Gresham, Kushida, Allen Angels, and then Kevin Knight on a uh, guy from New Japan, you know, New Japan America group so that's kind of interesting impact has a crossover show with new japan coming up soon uh so kind of ties into that should be a fun there's a lot of really good athletes and crazy spot shit gonna happen in that match i'm sure now an x for that x division championship we also have chris saban defending the title also against leo rush leo oh, rush shit. Yeah, Leo Rush debuted with Impact last week. He's one of the most talented athletic high flyers you can see going in America. That man is today. insane. But he has aligned himself with Nick Aldis. Oh no. Not he that also, He also thinks that people need to respect him. Just, just grumble, 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 yell at clouds. That's a really um, funny angle for Leo Rush to, to go with, considering how he left AEW. Well, somebody's got to cut promos, because Nick Aldis isn't going to carry that weight. <laughs> oh, no. Nick Aldis is fine, but pretty boring as a wrestler overall so he needs a little more excitement if this is going to work but he's going to try to take the belt from chris saban then we have a tag title match for the knockouts world title uh the coven taylor wilde and kylan king they really like tarot cards and paganism Uh, okay fair enough taking on killer kelly and masha slamovich uh two european redheads who are perverts for violence and before this they had been fighting with each other that culminated in a dog collar match and then they started to reel and then they started putting the dog collar on each other as a sign of like respect and weirdly erotic behavior so now they're a tag team they're okay great okay shit's crazy that is kind of nuts yeah and then in the pre-show we get final match here the pre-show for the Impact Digital Media Championship, basically it's Impact's like third tier belt. Uh, Joe Hendry versus Kenny King. Kenny King just saying kind of a cocky, exp- ex- uh, talented high flyer. And Joe Hendry, uh, his gimmick is making parody songs to make fun of wrestlers, and also appear just up has the magical power to teleport to wherever whenever his somebody says his name as That's his theme a- songs. As his theme song says, say his name and he appears. I believe in Joe Hendry. Clap, clap. Um, Joe Hendry's great. He's hilarious. Uh, That's a wild combination of traits. He just did like a joke song about Kenny King. You know, he's the last couple joke songs he's had is making fun of Moose for dancing. When he fought Dirty Dango, he made a whole song about how he's a lame loser now because he tried he tried and failed to get laid on Total Divas. So that's why he's a loser. And now he Kenny King, he's making fun of Kenny King. His angle with Kenny King is that uh, you can't beat me because the most successful you've ever been in your entire career was when that time you were a male stripper. You you can't you ain't done shit as a wrestler. Your your best your peak was being a male stripper. So fuck you. What the? Fu- oh my god. 
that's wild. All of this is wild. Yep. And so July 15th, again, that is next Sunday. Fuck yeah. All right. Sick. Well, uh, yeah, no. Wild stuff. Uh, Impact seems great. I don't remotely have the time. I to follow, love but, you Impact know, Wrestling. Uh, but but Austin recommends it highly, and I I tend to I tend to believe. I, our, that's my number one wrestling show on a week. For the most basis. part, our tastes align. Uh, so I I tr- I trust him here. I'm just a busy boy, and I've already uh, s- pledged my my blood, my soul, and my first two children to Tony Khan. So you know, sorry about it. Yeah, you uh, did, but yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah. Your children aren't here because they're mine now. They're mine uh, now. <laughs> fucking hell. Oh, God. Imagine making a, a hellish pact with that voice. Um, anyway. Yes, yes, my name or I'll take your children. Hello. I am I am proud to admit that your soul now belongs to me. <laughs> Watch AEW Dynamite. Uh, anyway. Doesn't blink yeah. the whole time. <laughs> You know my man got like a little bit of like not try not to blink a whole lot of advice in his like media training and yeah, then just yeah, yeah, took yeah. that and ran with it. And um, now for this announcement on your on the status of your soul, I throw it to Adam Cole. <laughs> Here's Tony Schiavone. Uh yeah. anyway, um yeah, so no matter what you choose to watch, WWE, AEW Impact, anything in between. Uh, it's all good stuff. We love to tell you guys about the stuff again, especially for the noobs of like, you know, if if you're starting to kind of get in on this, you know, we want you guys to be able to to kind of sample the platter as it were and find what you love about this this sport and really lean into it. Uh, and, you know, the pay-per-views especially we like to tell you guys about. Those are great jumping on points. Big, fancy, crazy shows. A lot of awesome matches tend to happen. Uh, storylines wrapping up, new storylines starting up. Great jumping on point. Awesome stuff. Um, so, yeah, be sure to check all of that out um and you know check us out check us out over on the twitter if you like listening to us ramble for hours on end about wrestling well you'll you get that experience there just in text form uh and you know we 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 like to think we have a we have a good time you know the voices carry over pretty well uh so yes be sure to check us out over on the twitter at noobs and knox pod um of course if you want to get in more long form contact with us you can email us at noobs and knockouts pod at gmail.com that's noobs, the word, and knockoutspod at gmail.com. Come say hi to us. Tell us what you think about the show. Request things you want to see us cover on the show. Uh, tell us how good or bad you think our takes are. And, you know, supply us with your own takes How uh, you know that are way more base than ours ever could be. You know, wh- whatever the fuck. Start discourse. Just say hi. We, we love people saying hi. We would love to say hi back. Noobs and knockoutspod at gmail.com. <laughs> and, of course, finally... Uh, you can also find us on Patreon. We are also the Noobs and Knockouts podcast on Patreon. $1 a month gets you early access to episodes and a shout-out at the end of each episode. Shout-out to as this sugar daddy, Kyle Smith, of course, for his longtime loving patronage of us. Uh, enjoy your perks, buddy. If you want to enjoy your perks along with our boy Kyle, be sure to check us out over at Noobs and Knockouts podcast on Patreon. The link for that is in our Twitter. See you all next time. Hasta luego.